Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Today, either the worst show or the worst show in the history of Ken Lavica Live. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Oh boy. Will we be on the air tomorrow? We'll find out. We will find out. <laughs> Uh, before we uh, before we kind of dive into what we're going to discuss here, the meaty part of our number one. Uh, yesterday, you may or may not be aware that the uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating competition was in a rain delay. It was supposed to start what's doing at noon, noon Eastern time, noon uh, Eastern time. That's right. Yeah, and. It was in a rain delay. I've never seen that before. I've actually never seen a weather delay for the hot dog eating competition. But I suppose, Jeanette, it makes sense because there was lightning in the area. Mm-hmm. But even outside of the lightning, I feel like it does make a hot dog eating competition, especially when there's bread involved, right? The buns, if there's rain, that makes it difficult to hold this. If it was like a peach eating competition, that's one thing. If this was a lemonade drinking competition, it's one thing. But when you have a hot dog eating competition with hot dog buns, any sort of precipitation is going to make this a little bit difficult, especially if it's driving rain, which it was yesterday on Coney Island. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just a good safety measure. And like any good sport, when you're attending, if there's lightning in the area, you yeah. evacuate. Yeah, exactly. You get out. Uh, it becomes a soggy bad time for everybody involved. Now, uh, it was then shortly after 1245 Eastern Time when, and I still don't know who made the ultimate call, but this was reported by ABC7 in New York, whether it was Nathan's, whether it was NYPD, or a combination of the two, they were canceling the men's portion, the Joey Chestnut portion of the Nathan's hot dog eating competition. Canceled, C-word, canceled, not postponed, P-word, C-word, canceled, okay? Canceled, not to be done, perhaps moving to today, and that is when... I texted Stone Labanowitz, who, if you recall a couple of weeks ago, and if you don't recall, you weren't listening, let me refresh your memory. A couple of weeks ago, Stone, Jeanette, myself, and by the way, that's Jeanette the Dominic Queen, that's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. Um, we had a conversation, and we at least broached the idea, this was two weeks ago, I think, of having a hot dog eating competition between Stone and Jeanette on this show. Now, Jeanette shortly thereafter qualified it with, can we give it a little bit of time? Because, you know, I'm trying to actually take care of my body. and I, I'm have, try- Por- I have Puerto Rico in a month. Yeah, she's going to Puerto Rico. She's, she's going on vacation. So she can't exactly gorge herself with tube meats, the edible kind, um, uh, right now. It's not a good idea, and it's going to set her back in her quest to be the, the, the finest woman she can be when she goes to Puerto Rico. So keeping that in mind, I texted Stone yesterday upon hearing about the cancellation of the hot dog eating competition because this has happened before in radio history. Other radio shows have done a hot dog eating competition, just ripping off the Nathan's hot dog eating contest because 
Uh, that's what that's what us radio hacks do. Like, hey, if they can do it, we can do it. Ah, Wayne Wacky Zoo Radio 105.4 The Dog. We're going to have Big Fat Louie at 1 o'clock housing hot dogs. Like, yeah, a lot of radio shows have done that, right? Like, it's not, it's not out of the realm, right? It's a great American tradition that needs that is celebrated amongst Radio Pier. Yeah, right, right. Because we don't have any original ideas. We're like the movie industry now. We just get leapfrogging off of other people's ideas. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what I was going to do was revolutionize the radio hot dog eating bit, though, because we we try to be original here on Ken Levick Alive, and I had this whole premise set up. Well, Nathan's an institution in the United States of America canceling over whether canceling their hot dog eating contest. Well, the biggest patriot I know, the man who loves America more than anybody that I surround myself with, that the man who loves to combine a love of eating with a love of country. Well, that's Stone Lebanowitz. And so what we're going to do in the absence of the Nathan's hot dog eating competition is we are going to make sure that this patriotic act this true American spectacle actually goes off. Just because it doesn't happen on Coney Island doesn't mean that it can't happen at all. And that's why Stone Lebanowitz today, July the 5th, the day after the 247th birthday of the United States of America, was going to pick up where Joey Chestnut just could not, was not allowed to, withheld by NYPD or Nathan's or a combination of both. And he was going to do his patriotic duty and house as many tubed meats as he possibly could. I don't think you can get any more patriotic than that. No. Stone, thank you for carrying American traditions yeah. in this country. I feel I, just hearing myself <laughs> present that gave me tingles in my nether regions. It was very I, well done. Yeah. There's not much to be said on my yeah. end. Yeah. I think everything you said was spot on. And, right. Uh, right. I'm prepared. So, so, so I texted Stone. I texted Stone at, let's see what time this was. I probably could have gotten this set before the show started, but uh, didn't do it. Uh, did I text you or was it part of the Jeanette uh, no, no, Stone? No, no, no. First, you texted oh, Stone because Stone screenshotted yeah, it and yeah, put yeah. it on Instagram and so, tagged me in it. This was 12.57 yesterday. This is me to Stone. Hot dog eating contest canceled. Want to see how many you can do tomorrow? And the reason I texted him this, Jeanette, is because if you remember, if you recall, when we two weeks ago discussed the possibility of a hot dog eating contest on this show, Stone was, was flush with confidence. I haven't seen him as cocky and as confident about anything. And that's his general demeanor, mm-hmm. is confident mm-hmm. and cocky. But I haven't seen him as, as confident in anything he's done over the, the almost two years I've worked with him than I can absolutely work my way through as many wieners as I possibly need to in a five-minute span. But did it shock you? Because a high-quality piece of content Stone brings to the table here mm-hmm. is he eats a lot. A lot. At whatever time. Right, right, At right. the most disgusting time. You're right. There's no rules. No, there are no rules. Mm-mm. So when you're talking about a competition and how many wieners yep. can Stone put in his mouth. Right. At one time, yep. I I know Stone, given his immense experience, <laughs> could step up to the plate. Yeah, no doubt. Literally. No doubt. That's very well said. I think I live to eat, so I think it's just natural uh-huh. that I'm confident in doing so. Well, like I ate a lot last night, parlayed that with all the beers that went down. I mean, this is something <laughs> that I was almost bred to do, I you're, think. You were bred to do. You're, oh, this is going to make your family very proud. Yes, <laughs> you were bred for, for this. So, uh, 
in order to properly convey the exuberance in which Stone left at the opportunity to uh, uh, mass consume hot dogs today here on Ken Levick Alive, it took him all of 28 seconds to reply to my text message that read, hot dog eating contest canceled, want to see how many you can do tomorrow? 27 seconds later, I think I'm ready. So Stone immediately jumped at the opportunity. Now, a little bit of a kink in the plans here. Because it was shortly after that, that Joey Chestnut, in an absolute rage, came storming out onto the streets Mm -hmm. of Coney Island. Mm -hmm. Now... When I saw this, I was both inspired but also horrified because this ruined the entire premise in which we were going to have Stone uh, gorge himself on wieners today here on this show. And now it just turns into a whole hacky radio bit. Um, This is from uh, Kenneth Heasley. He is a self-described beat reporter of the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. He has a picture of Joey Chestnut, angry, jaw-clenching look on his face, stomping through the streets of Coney Island. This is during, this is right after the cancellation of the contest yesterday. Here is the tweet. Hear me out. I'm not saying that Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is going to happen, but Joey Chestnut just came out and said, and I quote, I'm going to get the rest of the guys out here and we're going to do this bleeper, end quote. That's when I knew that we were in a predicament here today because an angry Joey Chestnut using swear words and I'm trying to decide Jeanette is that cool or corny like Joey Chestnut him stomping out from behind the scenes into the general public swearing and frothing at the mouth and demanding that despite weather inclement weather they are going to eat hot dogs is that cool or corny because i found it very cringy but it could be me seeing my entire plan for today blown up it's that part because this was absolutely incredible (laughs) the hot dog eating contest this thing that joey chestnut has blew out of proportion comes and putting people are putting money on this guy no he is him though (laughs) he is synonymous to Uh... this this is the one thing that he had, like literally practices for. I was, I'm like, yes, man, you defend your sport. That is BDE right there, man. Go after it. <laughs> Big wiener energy. Big wiener uh-huh. energy. That's right. Now, you're, you're asking cooler. B-W-E. <laughs> you're asking cooler corny. And it's, it's honestly a tough question because the guy yeah, gives yeah. you weird vibes. I mean, right? He throws you all over the Something's place. Up. Of you, course he does, stuff. I know. He is a guy who, for 10 minutes every year, eats 60 or more hot dogs. Right. There is something wrong with him. But I, I think due to the grip that the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest has on the entire yeah, country, yeah. right? The viewership that it does, the right. ratings, all the impressions that it gets. I mean, that tweet alone, you can check it, is yeah. up there in the millions. There's a curiosity about it that doesn't exist really with anything else. Right, so so therefore, I think it does turn to cool because people are waiting and were excited that, okay, at least this is happening when Joey came around throwing around F-bombs and getting everybody excited. <laughs> he the was rain throwing around stopped. F-bombs. And so, so for that, I, I have to vote cool, even though he, he scares me a little bit. You know when something <laughs> is so, ugly slash terrible it's cute Uh and adorable and you're here for it Uh that's joey chestnut like this this is absolutely disgusting it should not work at all no but it is so out of proportion that it works for him and there's nobody like if joe schmo came out 
and tried to pull what Joey Chestnut is doing, we'd be like, dude, get out of here. Yeah. Right. Joey Chestnut already owns this. You ain't in. Right, 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 right. But the fact so that it was Joey. If, fact yeah. it was jo- if it was some other person. That's a good point. So, so it would it, be like, nah, this is stupid. This say, is Joey Chestnut's thing. So so in this hypothetical, like say uh, Chua gets, gets hurt on the third to final play of the first half, they're playing the Bills in week 18 with the AFC East Championship on the line, okay? And it, at halftime, uh, give me a, a sideline reporter in the NFL. Uh, Lisa Salters? Yeah, Lisa Salters. Lisa Salters grabs Tua at halftime. It's his left leg, I don't know. And, and she's like, Tua, how severe is this injury? Are we going to be able to see you at all the rest of this game? Uh, and he replies, I'm coming back into this bleeper. And then walks off, like jaw clenched, angry. We're talking about if he comes back in the second half and wins that game, statue. Like plaque at least. Statue. Just just screwed into to Hard Rock Stadium for generations to see after that. We're talking about it in the show. We're doing this thing. I suppose this is the competitive eating equivalent of that, except it's the competitive eating equivalent of that where, all right, dude. Yeah, you eat hot dogs for a living. Come on, man. Don't be jealous, though. Don't be jealous. I'm sorry. If I could make a mon- amount of money of eating a bunch of food in, what, six minutes? Yeah. Well, it was yeah, 10 you minutes. Start, you can it. start mukbangs. <laughs> you could start a mukbangs. Which is uh, a little some YouTube, but that yeah, that's uh, so so mukbangs are what is it like YouTube? It's all these YouTube. dopes uh, or Twitch, all these dopes buy a ton of food and then they eat as much as possible. Yep, and then people watch it. And then what, what is it. that? What is that? Yeah, you don't ask me. I don't have an answer. And to then that. they make money because so they get a ton why of views. Aren't you on that stuff? <laughs> it's a good question. I don't want to because typically uh-huh. the uh, they are the physique and and <laughs> how that person looks and how they yeah. live their life. I don't want to like, follow that. Stone's path. still okay. hanging on. Hey, still hanging on on a thread. But Joey Chestnut looks good for what well, he does. A lot, all the guys did. All the contestants, except for did. that other that that huge black dude that was housing lemonade. <laughs> yes, like, and he went and competed. He was a vibe though. So, so what he, he was did? A straight up vibe. What he? And by the way, did you know in the women's competition there is a woman with the nickname Glizzy Lizzie? Yes, why, I did. I had no she, idea. Listen, <laughs> I looked at that and I was like, I know we joke here with uh, all the innuendos. I mean, but it's just too obvious. Why would you do that? Right, to right, her? right. And, 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 and why would you? Do that to yourself, honey. Because predictably on Twitter, in the replies of that, because I didn't know Glizzy Lizzy, uh, I didn't know that uh, that she existed. And then Sports Center put up, oh, Glizzy Lizzy, ready to compete in the women's competition. I mean, the replies were just X-rated. It yep. was it was horrific. But they kind of did that to themselves. Well, and she kind of does that to herself. A hundred percent. But anyways, uh, that big black big dude that big black dude. I didn't um, I didn't I don't remember his name, but he was like, hey, here's some content. And so once they canceled the hot dog eating contest, he was finding the first phone he could find, and he was chugging lemonades, and he was going ham so that people are like, hell yeah, this dude rules. He's like, this is my 15 minutes. And then Joey Chestnut's angry, determined ass started uh, marching down the streets of Coney Island. Then this big black dude, I'm sure, is like, oh, damn it. Now I've got to go try and eat hot dogs. I just drank 47 lemonades. What am I going to do? Tough break for that guy. So I guess what I'm trying to say with this entire base here is that Joey Chestnut forcing the Nathan's famous hot dog eating competition to happen ruined the premise for today's show. But because Stone had already started to prepare his body and his mind for the the battle, the struggle that is trying to eat as many hot dogs as he can in five minutes. And why five minutes? Because that's half of the time that the competitive eaters do it. Stone's not a competitive eater, and I'm trying to keep vomit from happening. 
in five minutes. Stone had already prepared himself for five minutes of glizzy guzzling. And so, damn it, Stone's earned the right to guzzle some glizzies. To consume wieners. And that's what he's going to do today at 145 here on Ken Levick Alive. Stone Lebanowitz. And you can be a part of this if you're listening, but not till 145. We are because we're for the people giving you a chance to win. And I swear to God, this is a thing. Based on Stone's performance, we're giving you a chance to win Marlins tickets. I, I, I'm not joking. Name, name another damn radio show in the United States. That's the thing. Like, sure. Uh, Big old Bobby Joe down in Lafayette on 107.5 The Cajun, right? Uh, he's down there, and 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 he's doing a hot dog eating contest, and all the listeners are like, oh, man, I, uh, next time do crawfish, big old fat Louie. Uh, but it, it's a good time for everybody. They're not giving listeners a chance to win over it. We here on Ken Levick Alive, here on ESPN 106.3 at 145 when Stone is going through the battle of his life. The battle of his life, we are giving you a chance to win based on his success or his failure. Because, damn it, we are here for you. They ain't. They ain't us. Mm. They didn't believe in us. And, and think Mm-mm. about it. They're not just Marlins. It's one of the hottest teams in baseball. So so this is something that you definitely need to get involved in. What, right. an, oppor- what an opportunity. It, it is just an incredible opportunity, okay? Imagine somebody not calling in. I imagine that. Ima- I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't no, imagine. I, I cannot imagine. So this is where it's not just some hacky radio bit. We realize people have, have downed hot dogs in mass before. Of course. On, on radio, okay? And can I just, I'm going to tap ourselves on the shoulders here. We're doing it big. We're Man. going extra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this also <laughs> means, too, that we do need to make the hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And we've got that covered. So at 1245, Jeanette is going to leave the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studio. She will be doing a large portion of the show from our ESPN West Palm Kitchen while grilling the hot dogs. Um, so how's that going to go? Couldn't tell you. Uh, how's today's show as a whole going to go? Can't tell you. Will it be great? Probably not. Will it be bad? Oh, <laughs> probably. But it's going to happen. Can I also give a shout out to the grill that I will be using? Oh, sure. Uh, the grill was given to me by ESPN West Palm legend Evan Cohen. It is the Evan Cohen Memorial Grill being put to work. This is what we mean by doing it big. Uh-huh. Because I'm pretty sure when he you know, <laughs> retired from the five to six shot from doing a show with me, that this is what he would want for my career right. in radio. Yeah. So it's only right I honor him in this way. So at 145, it will be the first and only Stoney's Famous Glizzy Challenge here on Ken Levick Alive. 145 is when we get underway. Around 1245 is when we send Jeanette to the grill. Holy crap, this could be bad. How, like, how grilled do you want your wieners? <laughs> I, do you want them softer or harder? How do you it, want them? I, I suppose it isn't based off... Did Jeanette of needs to know how she needs to manipulate them. Preference of taste. So on a scale of one to seven on that burnt scale that was floating around social media, uh, n- not a lot of black. Not a lot of black, but like just a little bit of char. I mean, there are so okay, many so jokes I w- here. I mean, I just, I'm trying to stay on the <laughs> just, air. Just, just I'm trying to stay on the air right now. I know, show, I know. Okay? I am, and I am struggling already. All of it. All right. So just to make sure the wieners are right for you, I'll, I'll start uh, yeah. at 10 minutes, okay? That's, that's fair. I appreciate that. 10 minutes before go time. Oh, God. I almost got fired. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll actually do something sports related. But don't forget, 145, you're not going to want to miss this. 
especially Stone's family. You're not going to want to miss this as Stone Lebanowitz will have five minutes to eat as many hot dogs as he can. There's an over-under and everything. We'll get to that later in the show. Whew. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick on Live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. 145 Stoney's famous Glizzy Challenge. One Stone Labanowitz, who just what, what just three <laughs> three years ago was in the FCS playoffs as the starting quarterback of Southern Illinois, winning a playoff game. Fast forward three years, and today he has five minutes to eat as many tube meats as he can. What a fall from grace. <laughs> oh, I, I just thought- no, I say you're climbing up the mountain. I, I, I know I am. All right. You're climbing up the two meat mountain. What the hell, Stone? You know, you're throwing touchdowns to now forcing uh hot dogs yeah. into your stomach. You yeah. know, it's just it's just on paper, it doesn't really sit well with me. Well then that sounds like a you issue yeah, that that's you a need you to fix problem. on. Speaking Jesus. of not sitting well, it could be you were on four thirty today. Go to therapy. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got to realize when you're getting your big break in this industry, My God. And, and, <laughs> and that is today. If you're scared, go to church. That's right. Amen. That's right. That is today. Uh, <laughs> who knows how things are going to go with Stone trying to uh, gobble uh, wieners today at 145. He has five minutes to do so. You never know what type of injury might pop up, and I don't know, maybe he takes a bad step. He has a foot problem, an ankle problem. Well, he can just go by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. To learn more today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho can we listen to joey chestnut's introduction once they decided to go from canceling the nathan's hot dog eating contest to putting it on about two hours late yesterday here's his introduction this is via espn the greatest competitive eater of all time and this is the introduction he gets before he downs 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes I mean, it's just egregiously over the top, right? I mean, just egregiously over the top. But maybe he is him. Maybe I was wrong. You said, you've yelled at me. Maybe he is him, Jeanette. 
Uh, low key, I like that beat. Oh, I know. I that could was work out sick. to that Hell beat. Yeah, I was dude. trying to figure out what it was earlier. Oh my god, I like that beat. Uh, I think that intro could almost top the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, the, 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 the Chicago Bulls starting lineups. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the, it's not bad. The Bulls didn't have, didn't talk about the gods looking down no, upon they them. They did not. The Bulls weren't doing it for they their country. That's true. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut is the fact that we have turned well him said, into a great American <laughs> patriot as well, like a great American period, like put him on Mount Rushmore. I mean, my God. You know, uh, and I'm gonna humble flex here. I've traveled a lot. Uh-huh. You know? In your day. And still. And it, when, when I go to these countries and they say, <laughs> what is America like? I just should just show them Joey Chestnut. Or maybe that's already think, what they think with that introduction. This Joey Chestnut is America. So I'm pretty sure people yeah. around the world but you, put the two together. Yeah, to properly convey America, though, you've got to show Joey Chestnut eating Glizzies, oh. because he is not an encapsulation of America. I would say if you showed someone a photo of Stone to a foreigner, that would be more indicative of sure an American. Yeah, but an Amer- but an American eagle next to him. Boom, got it. Can we print one out? I don't know. Sure, sure. I don't care. I want this to be as Americana as possible. I want my uh, family God. in the Dominican Republic to look at me and say she's fully American. Well, maybe what you're talking about is maybe why what I'm about to say is how I feel about this league, this sports league. Because yesterday, you're, of course, going to get the detractors on social media. Why would I watch this guy stuff his face? It's disgusting. Just It's the worst of American society, the gluttony, everything. Oh, yeah, there's truth to that. But also just, just like, it's, it's 10 minutes out of your year. Like, it happens, whatever. It's fine. It's not like an overwhelming message about the state of the world, okay? Um, I, though, am starting to have a big problem figuring out why people care about Formula One racing. Um, I like the documentary on Netflix, and that's how I started to pay attention to F1. I get why competitive eating is popular for 10 minutes out of the year. Like, no one's saying, oh, Ken, in September, are you going to watch the Akron leg of competitive eating? I think they're doing gizzards. Like, no, I'm, nobody's saying that to me. I've never talked to anybody who's watched competitive eating outside of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition, right? It's a spectacle. It's a 10-minute spectacle, and you move on. So that's why it's popular, because there's a curiosity. It's watching a, a car crash. With Formula One... Yeah, there's car crashes, but you're watching the same thing every single week. And it's Max Verstappen winning every single week. The same guy in Formula One, and we're told it's the most popular race in America now. It surpassed NASCAR, and it is number one. They have the race in Miami. They have a race coming up on the streets of Vegas, down the Strip. Formula One is so popular, yet the same guy, Jeanette, wins every single week. And before Max Verstappen, the same guy, Lewis Hamilton, won every single week. What am I missing? Like I, I don't have the brain capacity to say, oh, did you see that battle for sixth? Oh, that was, that was hot. No, I want someone to challenge Max Verstappen. He not only wins every single week, but he wins by almost a full damn lap. Every single week. There's no drama to Formula One, yet it costs you your entire first child to go sit in turn 17 of a race down in Miami. So the way I see it, 
And Stone could add a lot more perspective for it. It's like the Kentucky Derby, but with fancy cars. You are there to get seen. You're there to say you've been there to be extra. And that's it. Except that there's a mystery about which horse is going to win. Every week, sure. it's the same horse winning and in Formula One. I do think that's pretty pretty damn spot on, Jeanette, that you compare it to the Kentucky Derby, right? You want to be seen. You want to show up. You want to take the pictures. You want to look as if you were living lavishly. Like, I get that If I can't go, though, if I can't afford exactly, to go, that's if I'm having to go. sell my home and having to sell my left leg and then one of my kidneys to actually go, what am I left with? Exactly, because 90% of the viewership, obviously, isn't there and they're still watching so that's where Ken comes into play is and okay I'm going to sit on the couch and there's not going to be much suspense because I don't know what's going on in second mm-hmm. third fourth place and on I mean it, it's really good F1's a really good one because I, I think after watching Drive to Survive which that's the I, name of the Netflix documentary a Thank high you. percentage of us have you did get interested, yeah. and you did give it a chance. I'm like, oh, Daniel Ricardo, cool. But then uh, Charles Leclerc, <laughs> sweet. But then you get to talking with your peers, your coworkers, yeah. everybody, and you're like, hey, we're all done watching F1, right? right? Or like, when's the last time yeah. any of us have tuned in? Yeah, I, I know their story now. I'll watch the next documentary probably, but it doesn't change the fact that on Sundays, whether it's Austria or whether it's Miami or whether it's England or whether it's Saudi Arabia, the same guy wins. No matter the country, it's the same guy winning all the time. Also, doesn't it have to do with the cars too? I'm not going to yeah. act like I know which, about which it. Which is also like, huge. You don't get the cars part, Kay. Huge, no, that's not true because I think it plays further into Ken's part. So Max Verstappen and his Red Bull team is as high as the Those class cars are so much better than everyone else's cars, so why should I care? Exactly. Like, his car, that team's car that they built is head and shoulders above the rest of the field, so you know that he's the favorite to win, and he's supposed to win because of his car. So me, not necessarily knowing anything about the cars or F1 in general, I said, okay, well, the, for the guy who keeps coming in, in 22nd place, why can't he just build the same car that Max Verstappen's crew does. It doesn't make any sense to me. And and the only time that some of these sorry racers in Formula One actually gain points, which is what, like top 10? I think so. You get points? Is when it rains. And then guys start spinning out. Like for me, if I want to watch like machine cars, I'll watch IndyCar. Because at least a different person wins every single week. And so I, I suppose... The hot dog eating competition, you're going to get the detractors. Why is this popular? Why is this popular? I don't understand. But for me, forget a 10-minute spectacle every year. Let Joey Chestnut have his 10 minutes. Every weekend, we're subjected to the same story in Formula One, the most expensive sport on the planet to be a part of and watch and to view in person, and there's no drama. So I don't understand the popularity of Formula One. I just don't. Which sport, which league, or whose popularity in sports do you just not understand? Which sport, which league, or whose popularity in sports do you just not understand? Because I'm telling you, I'm at a point, I do not get Formula One's allure. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We've all got them. Which sport, Which league or whose popularity in sports do you just not understand? 888-760-3776. What about you, Jeanette? Well, I'm sitting here and I have a bunch of uh, hot dog buns here, especially this uh, one. It says uh, white hot dog buns. And it made me answer this very simply because it also reminded Uh me. I smell a sports comparison to hot dog buns coming. Yeah, because the guys I'm about to list off, these hot dog buns have more personality because they're enriched. Uh-huh. 
Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Brooks <laughs> Kepka, Justin Thomas. Hey! Oh! I don't understand oh. why guys or people, golf fans like Stone, wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning for these guys who the most action or personality you see from them, throwing a blade of grass in the air. Their press, their, con- their interviews are, hey, what's up? Brooks Kepka, the most interesting part, he's when he was up in the suite. Uh-huh. Leave With that the to Panthers. Him, yeah, the yeah, Panthers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever out of his mind. That was yeah. the most personality that we've seen sure. from that guy. So all of these, Ricky Fowler, the only reason why he has any form of personality is because of Puma. Puma made him colorful, made him look somewhat, okay, wow. I know who he is. Crap it on the Ricky Fowler redemption Jordan, parade, this Jeanette Javier Jordan Spieth? I worked side by side with him. No, thank you. White bread? Like, like this one is nature's own butter buns. More personality <laughs> than him. Enriched, more personality. Wonder bread. Look, look at the packaging. These guys, again, Justin Thomas, same thing. Don't get it. I, I I hate it. I hate it so much. Listen, I, I I'll try to make this quick because we do we do have a very 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 special caller that did just call us. But with golfers, there, there's more into it, right? You have to follow these guys on social media. You got to understand what they have going on in their personal life. Like these guys live a very fun, luxurious travel lifestyle, and they make a lot of money playing golf. You have to know what's going on before you tune in. And before I wake up, I know what I'm tuning in and waking up for. I want to see how this guy does. I want to see these two guys play together. Like their storylines, no. their narratives, and how dare you also wear in the golf capital of the world. Absolutely. Respect now, to that. We sport. give what we consider a great personality in golf is way different from what we consider a great personality in any other sport. Basketball, I football, that's, that's, baseball. Because it's a much more buttoned up. It's a it's a country club sport, so it's much more buttoned up. Yes. At its core, it's a country club sport. Now, this is interesting. So I said I don't get F one. Like if I'm gonna watch racing. And I'm a, I'm a proud Midwesterner, Stone. You know, like the Indy 500, I don't miss it every you know. single year. And maybe it's because I'm a Chicagoan, but boy, I was wildly entertained by the NASCAR race in Chicago this week. Like, that ruled, uh, even with the rain and everything. Now, Tommy Regan, he is driven in NASCAR. He's also driven in the truck series. Uh, he's weighing in here on Ken LeVick Alive. Tommy, thank you so much for uh, th- this this is actually good because I like when we have informed people, smart people, outside of me just blabbering on and on at all times about stuff I don't understand. What uh, What do you want to weigh in on here? Nice, guys. Uh, first off, I was just uh, driving around West Palm Beach and I turned on the radio and I got sucked into your conversation, <laughs> so I had to call in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I-, I race in the back end, the bottom end of NASCAR most of my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, my phone's about to die, too, so i got to make this kind of quick. All good, all good. Uh, I've always had to sell my own sponsorship. I've always, I've had a, a blast racing through the NASCAR K&N series, the truck series, and I got to make my first cup race in 2017. But I was always towards the back, and I've always finished towards the bottom end. But I've never, ever felt like I was uh, cheated or, or wondering why, like, this is a when you're at the top level of F1 while you guys were talking about why does the top person always win and stuff. This is where modern day kings are. There's no participation awards. This is where the most powerful people come and everybody else goes home crying. Yeah. And I've done that most of my life. Like I'm pouting on the way home with excuses. But there's, you know, Red Bull, obviously he's good because he's good. They're all playing sure. by the same rules. So why don't the other teams get smarter? put better strategies together, and show up better prepared. That That's competition, and that's the sport that we're in. 
And uh, I, I'm driving uh, really hard in my business life so I can put some stuff together to make a comeback as a more professional team. But, you know, when you got a, when you got the dominant teams out there, th- there's no rules that says you can't outsmart them. And so th- that's my take on it. And, yeah. I, and I, having a dominant leader all the time, I think, should make it, you know, motivate the other teams rather than demotivate them. Yeah, and I suppose, and Tommy, appreciate you. Thanks for weighing in. Appreciate that. Um, I, I just, for me... And it, and Tommy knows it ten times more than than us. Like that is the reality when it comes to like Formula One. And I suppose we went through an era where everybody was saying that about Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes, right? He he, he drives for Mercedes. Yeah, yes. I just I, like you look at NASCAR or you look at and I I don't watch a ton of NASCAR. I do like the fact that they're doing a lot of these different niche races now. I'm into the street racing stuff. I love attending NASCAR races. Yeah, it's good time. One of the best in the business. I love IndyCar races, but like, there's at least parity. And maybe this is my small pea brain sports fan brain talking, right? Like, there's no doubt Max Verstappen's the greatest racer in the world. Um, could he get in an IndyCar and win the Indy 500? Probably. It's a significantly different drive. Making all left-hand turns as opposed to F1 street racing, a little bit different, but... I don't know. I just don't find it compelling. I don't find any of it compelling. I don't care about what's happening uh, top five in the Constructors' Cup, which is like the team championship in F1. I I guess to Tommy's point, how is it any different than when Jordan and your Bulls were just raining hell on the entire basketball but world. And how it is kings, exactly the, the modern day mm-hmm. kings like the, for the LeBron James when he was on top of the game and what he's currently doing to the game. Like I guess but, it's very similar. Why are we making it any different? I think though dynasty in a team sport over the course of an eighty two game season. They would tell you this is a team sport though. That Red Bull team they there's would tell always you that. that there's always that chance mm-hmm. that they can get knocked off or they can have a bad seven round uh, seven game playoff series. Whereas Max Verstappen, he's gonna have the F one season wrapped up a month and a half before the season actually end sure like that it's just it's just different is it really a team sport oh uh, Jeanette I I, I I'm not confident enough to say this but the stuff that they're being told in their headsets they're first of all they're probably nine guys talking to them while they're racing they're telling okay, okay, you okay. when to speed up when to slow yeah, down they've when got to an turn, engineer they've got make. their their okay. director your, your tires are at 30 percent like yeah. they do all of these things and yeah. we almost sound like novice is talking about it but there are so many moving okay. pieces yeah. a part of a team that has a headset on on race day it's got to be like 25 people i didn't have that insight thank you i was gonna say like my best my, i had <laughs> from my perspective i was gonna compare it to golf where it's like you got the caddy and you got everybody but nope. two completely different yeah things. yeah it, it is it is just a little bit different i i Again, like I, it's nothing against F one, but I just don't, I don't, I don't. I, I'm tired of watching the same guy win and then win by a whole lap every single week, right? Uh, Phil is in West Palm on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Phil. Ken, why you got to be so cranky, man? <laughs> F one is amazing. Jeanette's right. It's an event. It's a multi day event. It's a multi week event with the parties in the city. The things you're talking about, those aren't design flaws. Those are parts of the sport because you need to be able to have a car that can't be adjusted week to week, day to day with radical changes or you price out the small teams. So it allows for teams to be competitive when you have sometimes an occasional year or two are dominance. I'll just also counter with wake me up when the Patrick Mahomes era ends because I'm done listening <laughs> to six years of when will Mahomes not win because he's going to win and then soccer and Jeanette will hate me and America will hate me but if someone can explain to me why soccer is on television that person is smarter than me oh damn it Phil how dare you do this how dare you do (laughs) this Phil and I want to make something very clear the Dominican Republic we're in the Caribbean the Caribbean Latinos we don't follow soccer I know baseball 
uh, yeah, we follow baseball very well. All I know is he was just trying to be safe there. So shut up. Yeah, no, Phil. it's fine. I'm just letting. I'm I mean, just teaching. Dominican Republic has a soccer team. Absolutely, no, we they're don't. not good. No, no, we do. Well, I doubt it. <laughs> Define soccer. <laughs> Football. But um, this is a teaching moment. I don't like spicy things. Okay, right, right. Tacos, don't look forward to Taco Tuesday. Uh-uh. Tacos aren't native to the Dominican Republic. No, uh, I, again, I hate so- I hate spicy mm-hmm. sauce. You're in rice, beans, plantains, whole thing. And pork, I love And pork, pork. right, right. Mm-hmm. Puerco. So there you go. All right. I am looking forward to your answer on the other side of why soccer is on television, because I know you got the goods. All right, fine. I'll explain when we come back. Liverpool's great. Shout out to <laughs> Messi. Can't wait <laughs> to see him at Miami Grill. Yeah. Soccer's on TV because uh, it's the biggest sport and most popular sport in the world. That is I'll explain why. I'll explain why when we come back. Uh, Jeanette's headed for the grill. She's got a cooking apron and everything. So uh, when we come back, Jeanette's going to be joining us from the ESPN West Palm Kitchen as she begins to grill the hot dogs for Stone Labanowitz's Glizzy Challenge at 145. Should there be like a joke in here that I'm the only female in this uh, show and <laughs> in I'm the being kitchen. sent to the kitchen well, I was, to cook stone some wieners? No, but Jeanette... <laughs> Just made it. Get in the kitchen. She's Jeanette Javier. She's got glizzies and jokes. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Wait, do we, uh, did we tell Jeanette that we're back on the air? How are we going to communicate with her? I'm right here. Oh, okay, good. Uh, can you? Okay, can you uh, put the headset, put the mic closer, a little closer to your mouth. Okay, I'm there we go. Right now. So, so Jeanette Javier is uh, in the ESPN West Palm Kitchen. She is currently, <laughs> she is grilling the hot dogs as we speak. That is some beautiful grilling ambiance. Like that is that is that is not a canned noise. That's not a sound effect. That is the actual hot dogs grilling right now as we speak. I'm telling you, name another radio show in America that that's doing this. Like this is groundbreaking stuff. Happy right Fifth of July. Yeah, how how are they cooking? How are those two meats cooking out there, Jeanette? They're doing good. Uh, I oiled it up so they don't stick. I only want the best for stone. Oiled up wieners. Yes. Good. Um, you know, wiener control is very delicate sometimes, so sure, we got to sure. make sure it's the best. you got to be very careful. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten here on the grill. We nice. just put them down. Ten at a time. We're going to need more than that. Oh, no. cocky. Uh, by the way, are people working out there? Because our ESPN West Palm kitchen is not separated by anything. It's the kitchen and then a bunch of cubicles where our uh, 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 marketing and sales teammates work. Uh, are you distracting them? Is this distracting people out there? Um, I guess so, but it's their problem. Yeah. You know, when they decided to have us, you know, when they decided to give you an afternoon show, these uh-huh. are the repercussions of Th- it. That's very true. These are you the know, risks you take. This is what they deal with. Correct. Correct. Very well said. Uh, so Jeanette's grilling away here uh, on Ken Levick Alive. Stone Labanowitz, the Stoney's famous Glizzy Challenge. He has five minutes to eat as many hot dogs as possible. And you'll also, based on his success or failure, have a chance to win Marlins tickets. This happens at 145. Uh, Stone, speaking of the uh, Miami Marlins, you want to uh, you want to give me a little a little rundown of the Miami Marlins? The Marlins, who, by the way, other than having to play the Braves, things are just good. Things are just rolling right now. The Cardinals came in the Lone Depot Park over the weekend. Jeanette, let me tell you, the Cardinals are straight trash. I mean, that team is awful. They can't pitch. They can't hit. I was looking. They've got the fourth 
worst record in Major League Baseball. They are flat out bad, and the Marlins just mopping them because the Marlins are making a playoff push. I don't even remember anything that happened in the Brave series. All I know is that the Marlins are back to kicking some backside. Short memory. Short memory. Short that, memory. Got to move key on. Look forward. When it comes forward. to the baseball season. Absolutely right. Especially when the boys are at home. Kicking the cards as 15 to 2. That's right. Knocking everything out of the park, just like I want you guys to do this season with those fish. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience, plenty of ticket options. You can get single game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more. Lock in priority seating, save on food and merchandise, access to a whole bunch of exclusive member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball and make a playoff push, like Kenny said. There will be promotions, giveaways all season long, not to mention the players. Jazz Chisholm uh-huh. and Ken, your favorite player. Luis Arias. Oh, we just left Sandy Alcantara. Uh, oh. Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara. We left yeah. Sandy out of there. I mean, he's all right. He, he's picking it back up. But, folks, get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. Jeanette, how long is it taking per-tubed meat uh, to, to properly grill through? I just kind of turned it. I'd say they'd be ready in about three minutes, honestly. Three minutes? Like the, yeah. all three or just the 10 you have on? Oh, no, just the 10 I have oh, on. Oh, got it. Okay. I don't want to overdo I just want these to be the best wieners possible. What I, what I will say is is we might want to uh, turn the grilling mic down a little bit because I think that it's taken away from Jeanette's actual headset mic. In my technical opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Do I sound better now? That's much better. That is much better. I'm my- sorry. I'm, I'm no, very focused on this grilling. No, no, no. We've got to make sure the grilling's good. Now we have a good balance of grilling ambiance yeah, and do. Jeanette right now. I think we've hit the jackpot. Yeah. Uh, okay, perfect. Holy hell, well, what I are we doing? I just want to give a, People are walking by me and kind of eye-rolling, man. Yeah, they're not. I'm sure they're not happy because the, the office, I can smell it too, already smells like hot dogs. <laughs> and it's going to smell like that for about three days. And but, more than anything, I hope Stone hey, recognizes the, the team effort that's, that's right. being put in for him. To be successful in right. this, you know. But if you want, if you want cutting edge radio, these are the types of sacrifices you have to make if you're a teammate at ESPN West Palm. Things smelling like wieners. Uh, Joel is in Jupiter on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Joel. What's up, guys? How are you doing today? Oh, great. Doing all right. Perfect. I just had a quick comment. Um, I didn't get to catch the last caller's name. I, I jumped in the car right at the end of the conversation. Phil. Uh, but he said something about. So he said something along the lines of he doesn't get why soccer's on TV, yada, yada, yada. I'll let you take that one. I just want to say, we have this, American people have the strangest mindset when it comes to soccer, right? So if you watch a football game and the game ends 28 to 21, you're pumped. It's a high-scoring game. That's four to three. It is the exact same as soccer. People just like football, like, just the numbers are bigger so we just look at it and we're like, oh, wow, what a nice game. It's the same thing. It's 4-3. 28-21 to 21 is the same exact thing. So I just wanted to say that I think it's the silliest thing. Um, shout out Messi. Going to see him in August. Nice. It'll be a good time. And then we have the World Cup showing up here soon. So you all need to get with it because soccer's coming and we need to be prepared for it. Joel, so well said. Saying. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Enjoy your glizzies. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thanks, man. Words of encouragement there from, uh, from Joel. Uh, I, I mean... I think what it's going to take, I think what it's going to take here is the U.S. has to win a World Cup for America to be like, yeah, hell yeah, that's a, that's our that's our game, that's our sport. Like Americans are so used to dominating every every sport, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, 
whether it's hockey or at least on this continent. And it's like, hey, if, if, and it's sort of the mindset, if we can't win it, if we can't be the best in the world, then we don't respect it. I like love that's that. a total American mindset thing, which is silly and ridiculous, but I think that plays into it. It's easier to make fun of soccer because we can't win it. I, I, I honestly, with, with Joel and you, there's not much else to be said. You guys nailed it. I always love that score ratio when they bring it up because 28 21 is four to three. And oftentimes yeah. you do see four to three in soccer. So I always love that argument. And to yours, yeah, but. I think you get a sense that when you when you look around the globe, you know, you get the English Premier League, you can rattle off leagues faster and, and, and more variety than I can, but you got the English Premier League, you got whatever it is. The La Champions Liga. League, like, and, you've got La Liga, you've got League One, you've got all these all these things. Yeah, France. All, uh, and, and we only have about one or two in the States. And right. I think that if we did broaden it a little bit and make it touch all 50 states, I, I think, yeah, you'd have more of, more of a... More of a presence felt in here. Um. Uh, so, so our our teammate Julian Zaldivar is uh he's, he's he has come in here. He is, and this man is a successful radio host at noon. Deporte seven sixty uh community dad. Uh, he has been sucked into this glizzy eating competition, this hot dog eating competition. Uh, Jeanette. Why did I get delivered a quarter of a uh, of a hot dog? Here? I want you to check it for Stone. I don't oh, yeah, want to yeah. give any for Stone because he needs he's so in a fast. I don't want he Stone to, to eat it. Yeah, I don't want Stone to eat it. But here, look at the coloring of this Stone. Is this to your liking? That'll do it. That'll, That'll do, do it right perfect. there. Perfect. I just put another it. ten on the grill. All right. Perfect. That'll do it. Perfect. Uh, so I'll I'll taste it. That is a quality tube meat. That's pretty good. I think these are going to go down easy for you, Stone. You know? Before I go, Jeanette, great work, ma'am. Yeah, I know how to handle wieners. Don't worry. <laughs> Let's go to break. <laughs> uh, that's Jeanette Javier on the ESPN West Palm Kitchen grilling. As we speak, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.